welcome to the pink elephant with nicole michelle i'm your host nicole michelle thank you for joining me make sure you follow me on all social media platforms and for all ladies make sure you download the feminine elite society app available now in google play stores and apple stores so today i wanted to talk really briefly about the attack on the church more specifically the black church and I am one of those people I'm not afraid to stand up for my principles and what I believe and how I was raised and it's been a lot of like criticism on the black church and a lot of it is warranted um there have been a lot of charlatans and hip uh, you know hypocrites who have stepped forward and have had the mic They've been in front of the TV. They've had large followings and they have disappointed their sheep, their flock. They have disappointed people that put all their faith in man and not in Christ. Well, I'm here to tell you that that was the problem. The problem wasn't Christ. The problem wasn't God. It was putting all your faith in the people and Instead of letting your relationship with Christ grow, you were disappointed by man, which by default, men are going to disappoint you. That's what humans do. We disappoint because we're not perfect. And, you know, and I understand that. But here's the thing. No other institution gets criticized heavier than the black church, as if the black church is supposed to be perfect. It's made up of imperfect beings, and yet they get criticized more than any other institution. And, you know, I was thinking about, you know, should I post photos of me going to church, attending church, my church attire, and things like that? And then I was like, you know, no, because they're going to call me a church lady. And, and then I started thinking, wait a minute, what's wrong with being a church lady? What's wrong with wearing my hats and my purses and my matching shoes? And what's wrong with that? Why is that a joke? When you have women my age, and for those of you who don't know me that well, but I'm over 45, you have women who are, you know, literally older than me, still in the club, looking like they charge by the hour. But I'm second guessing myself and, you know, posting photos of me looking very elegant attending a church service a worship service where i go and show respect and honor and praise to my god and i'm sitting back thinking should i post that and it's the boldness of women who don't even go to church that i'm contending with and i'm sitting up worrying about what other people are going to think and this is the problem This is the problem that has happened. Um, and, and I think I want to address that. What is wrong with going to church? You have people my age still going to the club, still out in the streets. But you have someone who runs their life and trying to do their best living according to the word of God. And they get criticized. What I've noticed is people that have the most to say about the black church have the worst family in history. They have pimps. 
and prostitutes and drug dealers and crackheads and baby mamas and baby daddies all through their families. And they want to criticize people who go to church. A lot of people's families will be totally jacked up if it wasn't for someone praying, if it wasn't for someone going to church, if it wasn't for someone um, holding fast to what they believe and holding that family together with some type of principles. It's the people who attack the church who don't replace it with anything that is going to give them the same principles. They try to make up principles. They try to attach themselves to these crazy spiritual systems. But again, none of that replaces the church, the principles and the rules to live by that the Bible sets. None of their offbeat spiritual systems replaces Christ. None of them. None of it replaces the love of Christ. None of it replaces the, the rules and regulations that keeps families together. Not only that, none of it protects your soul. None of it. But they want to criticize people who attend church. It, specifically, black people who still attend church. I'm a happy person who loves God, who loves Jesus Christ, and has accepted him as my savior. And I admonish everyone else under the sound of my voice listening to this recording as it comes out and years later. You never give up your faith for some roundabout um, criticism from people who haven't stepped foot in the church in years, who when they die probably don't even have life insurance. They're going to rely on some pastor some pastor boot and shoe, random pastor that they've been driving by every Sunday, judging him for going to church. They're going to go to him and ask him to perform a, uh, a funeral for free. And they're going to ask the church people that they've been clowning for years to cook the chicken and the greens and the cornbread and have a little repast for their relative who did the same thing. And if the church declines and says, you know what, those resources are saved for the people that attend this church, then they'll say the church people are hypocrites. Then they'll say the church people um, are liars and hypocrites and they don't mean what they say. So I think it's time the church people start speaking up and standing on their square. And I know church people have so many other important things to do, but I think this is important too. I think it's important that we stand up to the world and go, you're proud to be a sinner. You're proud to be a liar. You're proud to be grimy. You're proud to be schemer. You're proud to be a murderer. You're proud to be a thief. You're proud to be a whore. And I'm proud to love Jesus Christ. And I'm proud to get up on a Sunday morning and go to church. I'm proud to read my Bible every day. I'm proud to take what I read in that Bible and try to live by it the best way I can. I'm proud to do that. In contrast, in contrast, a lot of people who grew up in the church turned out uh, 10 times, almost 100 times better than the people who didn't. I dare you to contrast a family that did not have church and a family that did. And I'll show you a starch difference. But we don't want to talk about that. We want to criticize institutions that you know nothing about. In many communities, it was the black church that held them together. It was the black church they knew they could go meet and people would respect it because it's the house of God. It was the black church that fed hungry people, homeless people. 
not just the black church, but the church in general. How many people are going to call the Catholic church, the Catholic charities to help them in the upcoming months as we're facing a recession? How many people are going to call these random churches, Methodist churches, Church of God in Christ, Church of God's um, um, uh, Catholic churches? How many of them are going to call these institutions and ask? Some people know that they can't go to their spiritual leaders and ask for a dime. You know you can't go to your little chakra leader, your little hotep leader. You know you can't go to them and ask them for a dime. They'll clown you on the spot. But you know you can go ask some random preacher for something. And if he's worth anything, which the majority of them are, they will give you something right out of their pocket if they have to. They'll put you in the, in the line of someone who can help you. That's what they do. But that's never highlighted. It's always the hypocrites and always the charlatans with the loudest mouth and mic who bring such um, a dark cloud over the church. I get it. But they don't represent the entire body of Christ. They represent who they represent. People in the church who have found a refuge and a place to go continue the same stuff that they were doing in the world. I get it. But just because your relationship with Christ fell out, just because you had a bad experience in church, doesn't mean that that's everybody's testimony. It doesn't mean that applies to everyone. And you best keep that in mind for your own soul salvation. Because it's, you can't go in the end and go, well, God, you know, the reason why I didn't go to church is because this happened to me back in 1983. God doesn't want to hear that because in the end, you need to work out that and you need to find a church that is going to give you what you need. In the end, it's your relationship with Christ that counts, not what happened in 1983. I'm sorry that happened. I'm sorry you had a bad experience. I'm sorry the people in church didn't love your dirty draws. But guess what? Everybody in school didn't love you. Really? Do you stop going to school because everybody didn't love you? Everybody doesn't love you on your job, but you get up and go every day, right? Because you have to. Well, look at church the same way. You have to. You have to have a relationship with Christ. You have to go to church. This is not, uh, it, it's not um, uh, a choice. It's something you have to do. And if you look at it that way, that church is an imperfect institution that imperfect people run and if you look at it that way you will look to the hills with cometh your help and you would ask christ send me to a church that will feed my soul not hurt me but most people won't ask that prayer because most people want to sleep in on a Sunday. You want to go party all night and you want to sleep in on a Sunday and you don't want to feel guilty about it. And when you see other people still living, trying to live the life that Christ has laid out for them, you want to criticize them because they are a mirror to what you should be doing. They are a mirror to how grimy your family is. So you criticize people who still want to uphold those principles and laws of the Bible. You, you criticize what you fear. You criticize what is a mirror to how dysfunctional you are. And it's not your fault as a believer, a churchgoer. Um, maybe you just go because you know it's the right thing to do. Maybe your relationship with Christ isn't where it needs to be. 
that's okay. You keep going and you keep praying and you keep trying to make inroads with Christ. You keep trying to touch Christ. You keep trying to touch the hem of his garment. You keep trying to get better. That's the point. It's not about perfection. It's about striving to be perfect. That's what it's always been about. Be holy for I am holy. He knows that we'll spend our entire life trying to be holy. The the key word is trying. None of us will be perfect. And most of us will fall off the wagon every now and then. We have our vices. We have our triggers. We have our flaws. We have our weaknesses. That's part of the human experience. But nothing is worse than criticizing people who have found a system, found a method, found a principle, found a God that they can hold on to and worship, a faith that keeps them grounded. Nothing is worse than criticizing someone who's trying to stay grounded in this crazy world. And if you unlock it, most of those people are the worst people to know. So ladies, put on your hats, put on your 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 purses and your matching shoes men put on your suits and go and go to church put on your jeans and your t-shirt and go to church some churches are so laid back you can wear jeans and sneakers on Sundays the bible says come as you are and a lot of churches have adopted this theory that's fine for me and myself I'm gonna wear my hats but the point I'm trying to make is go You maintain your relationship with Christ. You don't get off your square no matter what they say. Because I guarantee you, if you pull back the curtain, you're going to see it's all fluff anyway. Just like the Wizard of Oz. You pull the curtain back and it's all fluff. It's the church that will embrace a a uh, heartbroken family. It's a church that will get out there and look for missing members. It's the church that will be the loudest voice in the community for injustice. It's the church that will feed the homeless and give them shelter. It's the church that will embrace a young woman who had a baby out of wedlock when they told her all along not to do that. It's the church that will help pay rent so a family's not kicked out. It's the church that'll feed a heartbroken family who lost a drug dealer relative, but they'll still have a funeral at the church, even though these same people clown them. It's the church, it's the pastor who will write a letter of recommendation so a person can get a job. I've seen it. I've seen it where a pastor has shown up in person to show, hey, this person is a good person. And the, and, and the son of the, the church member hasn't been to church since they were a little kid. It's the church that will have um, vacation Bible school for kids. Knowing good and well that vacation Bible school is nothing but a babysitter for most of the kids. Because the parents are either at work or doing something else. It's the church that will hold functions for the community free of charge. So... You know what? I tell you to pull back the curtain of the people speaking the loudest against the church. And I'll show you the worst grimy people ever. You never get off your square for people. Ever. (coughs) And with that, I'm out of here today. Thank you so much. Make sure you follow me on all my social platforms. Until next time. Remember, I love you and Jesus Christ loves you. Until the next time. Keep the faith, baby.